In this episode, I want to walk you through what I use for a, a simulator. Hello race drivers, it's Enzo here with the Race Driver Coach Show, feeling completely not fresh, straight off the back of a race weekend, which was tough again, uh, Hockenheim, um, we're leading the championship by 23 points with one race weekend left, so it's really tight in the F4 championship this time, uh, in the German one anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm uh, feeling a bit worse for wear, and we've got 10 days of constant testing racing coming up, so I thought I'd just slip this in really quick with... I just went to the first question, to be honest, when somebody uh, when somebody asks a question on the show, I make a list. I've got a big Excel sheet with all these questions on. And this time I just completely randomly went all the way through, picked one and it was about simulators. And actually, recently, I've just upgraded it um, with a new wheelbase, which I'm quite excited about. And I've only just tried it out. So it's pretty cool. Uh, last week I got it. So I thought, yeah, well, why not? I'll talk you through what I've got. Um, and I think you can tell by the title, it cost me about three and a half grand pounds. So that's probably what, 4,000 something dollars and euros. So they're not cheap, but over the years, I just gently got, a, a, you know, a different items for it and just upgraded it gently as I went. It wasn't like one off purchase. So three and a half thousand pounds scares you, then I don't blame you. Uh, cause it is a lot of money just to play a computer game. But as you know, I use it to train drivers. So when I've got a driver that's got a race weekend coming up, uh, quite often we'll go on the sim, we'll go to that track that they're racing on so we can practice basically qualifying sessions, we can practice race craft, we can see what they're like under pressure, learn the most important corners obviously through the, through the sim, even though the sim's not completely accurate most of the time, um, but still we can get close. So when they get to the track, they know what to expect. There's no more of this taking the day to learn the track. They've got to be on the pace straight away, set in purple sectors, um, ideally. So a simulator is massive for that. For me, it's mostly learning the track and mental training, being able to deliver on demand, control your emotions when somebody is behind you, pressuring you, or when you're against other drivers. If we get more than one driver on the sim together, um pressure training as well so for a sim for a driver coach a sim is needed now especially when we went down to lockdown uh went into lockdown and we did all these esports racing championships the isolation april and may and the ultimate e-driver series that i set up these these are valuable and most drivers now have got one and they spend a lot of time on it and actually before we get into my sim there's another reason why you should have a simulator and that is because manufacturers professional race teams they evaluate drivers on the sim first very often before letting them in the car in the first place so if you go to an f1 team they're going to put you in the simulator first before they let you anywhere near the car because you've got to learn the steering wheel all the buttons how the car needs to be driven all the systems and they want to see that you're kind of trustworthy you're in control you know what you're doing and a simulator lets them do that without giving you the keys even though there's not any keys to this million dollar car so sims now are very important and with vr they're going to get more and more important more immersive and a part of driver training and driver prep very important so it's really important to have one at home 
So you don't have to keep going to these simulator centers and paying a fortune all the time. Unless you want to do that, it's fine. No problem. But if you've got one at home, you can get the hours in. You can do what you want. You can enter online championships. You can start to earn money if you use Twitch um, whilst you're on your sim. So you're streaming. So there's plenty of reasons now to get a sim. But that's my blurb on why you should get a sim. And I want to show you mine now. So here it is. Starting off with the PC. It's a Lenovo. I bought that not too long ago. Um, and it's just around about a thousand pounds, but I'll go through the prices in a minute. Um, I got an old race seat, actually got that given to me. Uh, the Sim Lab rig is that silver thing you can see there. That's really sturdy, a real sturdy piece of kit. That's what you want. Uh, steering wheel wise, I went for Fanatec. This is a really old one, probably six years old. Uh, the club sport one, the CSL DD Fanatec wheelbase, uh, a bank, a Benqua, however you say it. Gaming monitor with a gaming monitor stand holding it, and then the Husingfeld pedals, just two of them. I was a bit of a cheapskate, just went for two. Then obviously just the accessories like the headphones and keyboard and mouse. So really that doesn't sound a lot, does it? You just get a computer, you get something to sit on, you get a screen that you can see, you get wheel and pedals and off you go. But I did start off with the usual Logitech G whatever. Uh, then I went to the Fanatec club sport stuff. Obviously a wheelbase that's belt driven. I don't think they even sell it anymore. And the normal club, sp club sport pedals. And then from there, I sort of thought, you know what? I want to get this a little bit more closer to a real car. And that's what this is about, really, to, to give you a heads up. When somebody is using equipment that doesn't cost much, they can still do a lap time. They can still be very competitive. In fact, I've had drivers, uh, Stanaway and Lawson, they've competed at top level, world championship level. Uh, I think Richie was, and Liam did, uh, what was it? The F1 PlayStation game, you know, when all the F1 drivers are running. He did that race with, it was on an ironing board. It was on a G, G2545, whatever they're called, the Logitech wheel and the plastic pedals. So you can still do a lap time on this budget stuff but the thing is what i found is when you started to spend more money on it so the pedals um are the hoisting valve ones and and you start to get direct drive wheels you start to notice that you can feel the car more so say if you're going into a corner now if you're going into a corner say it's like a second gear one and you've got to break deep into this corner you've got to break hard so you want to slam the pedal, right? So you need a pedal, which is kind of like these ones here. And it's very, very stiff. You, you have to slam that thing down. You have to really hit it to, because it's got these big bump rubbers on the back, I'll show you. It's got these things on the back, these rubbers, and they are stiff. You can't even squish it in your hand, no chance. So when you've got something like that, you can come to a corner like you would in a race car and hit the pedal as hard as you can. Because in a race car, you've got to, you you know, in a formula car, that is, you've got to hit that pedal really hard. And when you see the data trace, it's vertical because that's when you've got the most speed, which means the most downforce. So you do all your braking at the front end. Now, if you're in a, a Logitech, which has got the plastic wheels, but sorry, plastic pedals, you hit that thing, it will go straight to maximum all the way to the floor. And it's hard to modulate it. So it locks up easy. 
so that's the difference these expensive pedals the more expensive ones the hydraulic ones they allow you to hit the pedal and then modulate and start to bleed off as you would in a real race car and you can feel it it's much more friendly to your foot it's not like on and off switch so that's why i started to spend it and when you go into the corner as well second gear one you want to at the end of the braking you want the front say if it's a right hander you want the front left tire being really loaded as much as it can and you're putting the steering in as you're coming off the brake and all the load is on the front left and you want to feel that with a belt driven one it goes in but it's as if the pickup points are not quite right so you can over steer it in as in steer too much in and then all of a sudden it will bite and then you correct it and it overcorrects, so it's not quite lined up in the way you want to feel yet with a direct drive wheel you can load it and you can feel it loading and it's more realistic it's not just the feeling it's actually the inputs that you give the wheel they translate to the game much better so that's all it is and here's a snapshot of my results as you can see there in the center line this is where i was finishing because i was so inconsistent i could I could qualify well, but then I'd be there'd be one lap where I'd overcorrect the car and it'd throw me off into the barriers, or I'd just make a mistake easier. But as soon as I got the pedals, I became much more consistent and one, one, one started to win. My lap times were a little bit quicker, not amazingly, but I was more consistent because you can feel what the car's doing. And when you have an oversteer moment with a belt driven or anything that's electronic it kind of overcorrects, like I say, so you're quickly correct and it will fire off too easy. Whereas with the direct drive, you can feel it coming back and you can almost let go of the wheel and catch it again because it's a much more realistic feedback the way it is. So that's why I spent so much money on this sim. People spend a lot more than I did, but on the money side, let me run you through what I spent. Um, let me just share this screen and you can see where the money went. So to get to this three and a half grand, we're looking at a, a gaming PC. Now gaming PCs can be anywhere from 700 to four grand. Um, I spent just over a thousand. Um, you can see here like 1600 or 1700, then 700, then these are all 700, 1500. So it depends on what you want. For, for um, sim racing, you don't need an absolute top line one. So I would just say spend about a grand if you're going to do it you can get a better deal obviously but that's the kind of thing you're going to spend right then we move on to the actual rig the rig itself uh, i got it from upshift which is this place um they were quite good they were really good actually delivered it fast this isn't mine because i've got a sim lab which is from this company this was the one i got 699 euros but actually this one is good enough as well. I think you can put a direct drive on there. No problem. If it's the CSL DD, by the way. So, uh, the one I've got, so, uh, that's how much you're going to spend on a rig. I spent that one. Um, but there's plenty, this upshift people, they've got, um, track racer and they're pretty cool. Done business with them before. Obviously you need a seat. Now I got the seat for free, but you're talking around about 280, 250 pounds for a seat, an actual bucket seat if it doesn't come with it you know some people sell it with it obviously this might come with it so look at them uh then we go to the steering wheel this is the modern day version of what i've got as you can remember mine looks a bit prehistoric now but we're talking about 350 dollars for this wheel and now you might want a round one 
you might want a full one, but I went for the formula. Fanatec are really good for that. Also, Fanatec is where I got the wheel base from. This is obviously what the wheel goes onto. These are the big boys. Now you need a proper rig to hold these. Don't uh, go for a, a flimsy one because these need to be braced and uh, secured on the side. So that's them. And they're 1,700, 1,500, 1,200. But I went for this brand new one, which has come out. And already they've sold out. So it's pre-orders only again. But it's 350. And I'll tell you what, it's good enough. Good enough for me anyway. It's just not quite as powerful as the big ones. But still, it feels absolutely amazing. It's fine. I promise you, especially if you get it with the power pack, you've got to get it with the extra booster pack. Right. Then we come to pedals. This is what I got. So I just went for the two step, which is no clutch because you've got a clutch on a wheel and you hardly ever use the clutch. So I just got these two here, the brake and the throttle, 676. Again, this is top line stuff. You're not going to get much better than this. They brought out the ultimate plus now, but these are good enough. I promise you going on to anything else yet. Yeah, the, the screen, the monitor that I use, I spent about 230 pounds, but they're a lot cheaper now. If you don't want to wrap around one, um, if you're not having VR, then the price range is pretty much from 120, 100 to three, 400. So you can spend what you want on then. You can find cheaper, obviously. I've got a monitor stand, which is the 150 pound one, next level racing one. And finally, I just got these HyperX Cloud 2 headphones just so i'm not keeping the neighbors up <laughs> with the engine noises and everything not that we've got many neighbors but still um it's better to have a headset and then obviously for coaching i've got the the microphone on it and you will if you're streaming as well so that's pretty much it and it's it's it all adds up to around three and a half grand if you get a keyboard and mouse as well but i would say it's worth if, if you're serious about racing and you're thinking, right, I'm also serious about sim racing because I know it's going to help my career. And I know there's actually going to be a little bit like Fortnite. You know, there's people earning a lot of money in Fortnite now. There's also people starting to earn a lot of money by racing, online racing. So if you get really good at that, then you might as well start to invest, start to build your kit. And I would say start off with a PC that's probably like £800, $800, something like that but good enough to run iRacing at a fairly high level, you know, so you're not getting any framing glitches and the FPS is, uh, is quite, is eight, can get to 84 quite easy, but you'll know what that means when you're on there. Get a fairly good rig. Take a look at the Fanatec stuff, but I would say the wheel, the pedals are the most important thing. So really, I've spent three and a half grand, but I think you can spend half of that if you're clever. Just shop around. But, but uh, make sure that if you do go for a direct drive wheel, that you've got a proper rig like that one to hold it because it needs to brace and hold it from the, out, from the sides. The DD, the CSL DD, which I've got from Fanatec, that can even come with a clamp that goes onto a table. So that doesn't need such a rigid structure. I bolted mine only with two bolts from the underneath, actually, and it's fine. It's not vibrating all over the place. So that's my rig. Um, and it is important because obviously I coach drivers on it. So I want it to be well uh, put together really well. It's taken about two years, maybe, of just gently. I had to talk myself into it. The amount of times I put the Hoosink valve bloody pedals in the shopping cart and thought, it's just a waste of money. Why do I need it? And then I just pressed one day and I'm really glad I did. So 
The pedals like that, they give you more feeling. Uh, the wheel gives you more accuracy and more consistency over a lap time. Um, and it just feels like a car a lot more. So if you're going to spend the money, that's what you're after. But you can still go fast on the Logitech stuff. Remember that. For all you people out there that love uh, eSports and really want to get into it, I hope this has helped in some way. But yeah, first of all, it's really important that you're good on Sims now because teams look for that. Second of all, it can cost around three and a half grand. If you go and look for secondhand stuff, there's loads out there. You can get it a lot cheaper, half of what I've paid and get a PC that's just about good enough. You can get through easily. And um, people are doing world championships, by the way, with just a normal desk and a Logitech on it and a bloody office chair. So it slides back, but they have to put something behind the office chair to stop it sliding back every time they break. So people can do it. But if you want to get into it, you want to sit in the sim and feel really good, have the top stuff. It's going to cost three, well, let's just say around 3,000. So there you go. That's the sim world. I, I suggest you get into it. Start streaming. Start getting followers. Start getting money in that way. And it can, again, like the last video we did, it can be a backdoor into motorsport. There's plenty of people that have gone from sim racing and got a really high level and they've moved over to real racing. They've got sponsorship. Something to think about. Take a look at them as well. Do some research. I hope this helps. See you next time.